Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Good morning, friends, and welcome back to today's episode of Everyday Truth. Really excited for the next uh, few days. I've got some uh, missionary cards uh, to share with you. I guess that's kind of a postcard, isn't it? Uh, This card is from uh, a family that we love and support, the Midkiff family, uh, Jonathan and Danielle, missionaries to Indonesia. Uh, Their little girls in the picture, Jaina and Alexis, and really excited about how God is using the Midkiff family and what a needy field is Indonesia, uh, the most heavily populated Muslim country in the world. And uh, the Midkiffs are asking God to help them to make a difference there for the gospel. Hope you'll pray for them today. We are in Mark chapter number 14, and we are in the Garden of Gethsemane, and we're with the Lord. The Lord has left the eight of them uh, kind of out toward the entrance, I think, of the garden. He's brought three, Peter, James, and John, in with him. He's asked that they would watch and, and, and pray, if we look at the other parallel passages, to watch and pray with him. Jesus has gone a little bit further into the garden. Uh, he is pleading with his heavenly Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, but not what I want, not my will, but thine be done. Look at verse number 36, where Jesus specifically gives those words. And he said, Abba, Father. Don't you love that? Abba. Abba was the first word typically that a child could learn to say, Abba. It's what a little boy would call his his father. So, in English, we say da, 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 da. But to Abba, Abba would be the way that a, a Jewish child. I have some friends that are um, Israeli, and it's just so sweet to hear their children call dad Abba. So Abba Father, uh, the, 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 the parent, the loving father, uh, my relationship father. So Abba Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. What what an amazing prayer this is for so many reasons. First of all, it's a prayer that expresses his inmost desire. Lord, Abba, oh my Father, if, if it's possible, remove this cup, this cup that I'm going to have to drink, this unpalatable cup the cup of God's wrath, this this cup that nobody, humanly speaking, would ever want to drink. But remember how the prayer then is qualified, because then Jesus said, but not what I'm not trying to superimpose my will on yours. Whatever you want, and not my will, but thine be done. That's the essence of submission. The essence of submission is not the thing that you do that God tells you to do, because you might want to do that thing. If if you want to do something and God wants you to do something, yes, that's still obedience, but that's not submission. Submission is when we place our will 
voluntarily under the will of God to say, when wills collide, when wills collide, then whichever will wins is the will, is the authority, right? And the will that, that comes beneath is the one that submits. So the Bible teaches that we're to submit our will to his, uh, ask things according to his will. If we ask according to his will, we know that he heareth us. And whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him as we ask in the will of God. Now, how do we ask in the will of God? I think a couple ways. First of all, the more we get to know the Lord, the more we know his word, the more prone we are to ask those things of our father that we know he wants for us. I mean, think about it. When your kids were small, before they really understood and before they matured, they would ask for crazy things. They'd ask for things like, mom, you know, can we go to the moon? <laughs> you know, or dad, can I, you know, be a, uh, can you give me a million dollars? Or can I have an ice cream sundae at 2.30 in the morning? No, no, and no. They obviously didn't have a sense of maturity, didn't have a sense of what would be good for them, didn't have a sense of what your will would be. So they asked crazy things. But as children get older who have a good relationship with their parents, they know the things to ask and they know the things not to ask. And so Jesus has this wonderful, intimate relationship with his heavenly father. Now understand that when the son came from heaven, the eternal son, and took upon human flesh, he willingly divested himself of some of the prerogatives of deity, like omniscience. It's not that Jesus could not know all things. He certainly could. He's God, but he chose to live as a man. And so in that spirit of the, the spirit-filled man that he was, all God, all man, Lord, if it's possible, Father, if it's possible, if there's any other way, then please let this cup pass from me. But my primary desire is to do thy will, O God. That's why uh, the psalmist said, and it's quoted of Jesus in the book of Hebrews, I delight to do thy will, O God. I wonder, could that be said of me? Could that be said of you? I delight to do thy will, O God. That was Jesus. Look at verse number 37. And he cometh and findeth them sleeping. So this is a reference to the first time that Jesus left the three, went a little farther. He prayed this prayer of submission. The Bible teaches it was about an hour. So it wasn't just that he prayed one little prayer, but he was praying in this vein. He was praying in, in this topic for an hour. And now he comes back and what does he find? He finds his best friends in the world sleeping. They've fallen asleep. Now, to their defense, it's late at night, maybe even in the early hours of the morning. It's been a long day. It's been a long supper. It's been a long walk. And now they're spending a long time in the garden. So humanly speaking, you might understand why they might be sleeping in a quiet, cool spot late at night. But what did Jesus tell them to do? He told them, watch and pray. He told them to exercise vigilance. And so here he finds them sleeping and he said to Peter, 
So he finds them sleeping, but he says to Peter. Now, why? Well, a couple things. First of all, remember, Peter is the one that's relaying this information to Mark. So it, this is very personal. Peter is saying, I remember that conversation. I remember that failure. But can you also remember that it was Peter in the upper room just a few hours before that had said, though everybody else will fail you, I will not fail you. Though everybody else will forsake you, I will not forsake you. I quantifiably love you more. I'm more committed to you. I'm more resolved to be faithful. And so I think Jesus looks at Peter and said, hmm, you couldn't even stay awake one hour. You talked about defending me. You talked about not giving up on me. You talked about faithfulness and undying love, and you couldn't even stay awake. Look at verse number 37, where he says, Simon, interesting, he calls him by his given name, Simon. Simon, sleepest thou? Simon, really? Are you sleeping? Couldest not thou watch one hour? I didn't give you a big task. I didn't give you a huge assignment. I just asked if you could stay awake one hour. Verse number 38, he gives the reason why this was so important. Watch and pray. Watch ye. He says to the, all of them now, ye is plural. Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is willing or ready, but the flesh is weak. Guys, the reason I asked you to stay awake and to pray was not primarily for my benefit. The reason I asked you to stay awake, to watch, to be vigilant, to pray is because you need the strength of the Father. You need staying power. You need this vigilant spirit. It's interesting that Peter was the one later on who wrote the book of 1 Peter. And he said in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, be sober, be vigilant. That's another way of saying watch. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. You know who else was in that garden that night? The devil himself. The devil is not omnipresent. But you can know beyond any shadow of a doubt that Jesus was being attacked that night. The, the, this is a culminating moment uh, in the ministry of Jesus. And this is a time when the devil is just unleashing all of his power. And Peter, you needed to watch. You needed to pray. You needed, you needed a resource of strength beyond just your will. And did Peter have strong will? Yes. Did Peter have great intentions? You better believe it. Peter said, I don't want to forsake the Lord. And though everyone else does, I won't do it. Did Peter mean, mean that? Of course he did. His spirit was ready. Yes. And how often in our own lives do we make decisions to say, my spirit is ready. I will serve you. I, I will not fall into sin. I will be faithful. But our flesh is weak. And when we don't feed our spirit through prayer and through vigilance and through time with the Lord, then the spirit is just, it's, it, it's going to be overcome by a very strong flesh. 
that wants what it wants, sleep, ease, comfort, no persecution. Boy, it takes a spiritual person enlivened and strengthened by the Holy Spirit to counterbalance the flesh that's always trying to drag us down. Jesus is still teaching. He's still loving. He's still helping his disciples at this moment. Well, that's all the time that we have for today, unfortunately, but we're going to come back. We're still in the middle of this prayer, and we are going to jump back into verse number 39 uh, next episode. So hold your finger there, not all day long, but put a bookmark there, and we'll come back and and talk a little bit more about this. Thanks for your faithfulness. Looking forward to seeing you again uh, next episode. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.